this is the Catalyst Podcast, Food for the Journey, Season 2, Episode 11. How meditation can improve your life. Hi, I'm Michael, and welcome back to the Catalyst Podcast. So this is a special episode being made. I had a friend say to me, Mike, what is meditation? What's it all about? Like, I hear a lot about it. I don't really understand it. Can you can you help me with that? So absolutely, this one is for you, my friend. So before we get into that, I would like to say a massive thank you to our sponsor for season two, the Masterclass Sessions. I attended one recently this week, in fact. It's excellent. Absolutely brilliant. Made some great connections with people. Learned a lot. It's fantastic. So if you click on the link in the show notes, you can book yourself on the next one, which at the time of recording, this is in April. Um, if you don't get that one live, then you can obviously watch the recordings if you remember, Steve, who very kindly created this opportunity, said they are willing to gift an entire free year's subscription to Masterclass Sessions. So you get 12 months completely free. And all you have to do is send me a quick email, michael at cataholist.co.uk. What have you enjoyed about today's episode? Because Steve believes in the podcast so much and he wants people to share and um, learn together. So thank you, Steve. And so make sure you check that out. So what we're going to do today, what I'm going to try and do for you is to give you my experience of meditation. I'm going to give you a little bit uh, about what it is. Now, I'm not an expert in this at all. I don't try to be, but I'll give you my experience. I'll give you a little bit about what it is. So if you're brand new to this, or even if you know a little bit, it might help. I want to give you several of the benefits that you could look forward to if you made meditation a part of your life, as well as understanding some of the best practitioners of it and people that are really kind of led the way with it. I also want to relate it when we're talking about benefits to business and life interchangeably, because you know I've said this before, if you're good for your business, you're good for your life and vice versa. So that's what we're going to do. And then at the end, if you want to take part, just a little bonus, there's going to be a little short guided meditation that I'm going to take you through. So if you enjoy the episode today and you want to stay for the end, then you can listen to that. And if not, you don't need to hang around. So I wanted to start by giving you my kind of short story really about how, how long I've been meditating why I do it, what I do, and what works for me. So in my experience now, I think there's only that. Meditation and giving blood, I'd say in my opinion, are two of the best things that anybody can do. If you can do both, go for it. Because it just helps other people and it helps yourself. Um, But we're not talking about giving blood today. Let's go back to meditation. So I've been meditating for about eight years now. I am somebody who's always had a very busy mind, a very some people call it a big brain or an active imagination, whatever you want to call that. That's always been a massive part of my life. And that brings really good aspects such as creativity, vision, ability to create things, but can also bring anxiety, depression, worry, panic, fear, despair, dread, rumination, catastrophizing, a lot of things we talked about in, um, when we talk about negative emotions on the journey to happiness part two. So I started meditation through Headspace, so I'll be mentioning various different ways you can meditate for free. I used a Headspace app, and I just used them as guided meditations, and I, I didn't really think too much about it, but I did make a conscious effort to try and make it a part of what I was doing. And I did that for about two years. I ended up using the paid version, and then I kind of taught myself enough that I thought, right, I don't need this anymore, I can do my own version. And then I carried on my own version, and I did that for a few more years. And I'd say in the last three or four years, especially especially as I've been in business, I've meditated every single day without fail. 
Um, you know, occasionally you might miss the odd day, but it's a part of my routine. I do it in the morning. I tried doing it in the evening. It didn't really work for me. I just kept falling asleep. But I do it every single morning. My practice is very simple now. I light a candle. I set a timer for 10 minutes and I sit uh, and I just do a very simple meditation, which I can explain a little bit about in a minute. But my experience of it, and I'll tell you now, has been profoundly life-changing because I think the reason I've really started to understand it is as my business has grown and as I've been in business, I've had to understand people more and better and I've had to understand myself more and better. And so meditation has helped me to do that. It's helped me to, I've tapped into so many aspects of it now that I never thought of. So for example, I'm I'm massively influenced by Buddhism now, uh, being a vegan, all these different ways of looking at the world. You know, after eight years have kind of come to being a part of my awareness now, there was nothing like that when I started at all, at all. So, you know, if you feel overwhelmed by concepts and things and think, I couldn't do that, I'm not interested in that, just understand that when I started, it was not nothing like I'm talking about tonight. It was just... I'm going to try this because it might help me. That was my only expectation of it. What I will tell you is it has profoundly, profoundly made me a better person. I'm more patient. I'm kinder. Uh, I've had moments after meditation where my mind has been completely blank, but I've been completely conscious, just sat there thinking nothing. If you've ever had a moment like that, it's amazing. It's just so profound. I've been able to be in the present moment more because a lot of our anxiety is projecting towards the future or depression is about the past, right? Or we're thinking about things in our head that haven't happened yet and coming back into that present moment. So I'm really at a point now where it's becoming more and more important in my life. And I've actually booked into, there's a a Buddhist meditation um, place in the Lake District in the northwest of the UK where I live. And I'm going to be going and learning for a full day about that. So I think it's important that you understand that this is something I very much do as a part of my daily practice of my life. So when I'm recommending it, when I'm talking about it, it's not just something I've read. It's not just something I think would be good for a few people. It is profound. The the word profound just keeps coming up because it's a practice, right? It's not a performance. It's a practice, something you keep practicing every single time. You just keep doing. And where it's got to now is I can honestly say the actual meditation itself is not particularly spectacular. It's like going to the gym, you just do it. The benefits are actually during the rest of my day. Does that make sense? Some people think you're going to do 10 minutes, you're going to feel you know, amazing, and then you go back about your life. No, it's actually the opposite. That 10 minutes sets you up and you you start to see your life almost like a piece of meditation where you just keep kind of coming back to the present moment. So, you know, there's, a, there's quite a lot there. But I wanted to be really honest with you and tell you just how much it means to me in my life. And like I always say, you know, I'm not special and, and everything I'm doing, you, you can do as well. So that's my honest experience of it. I, I'm not trained in any particular way. Well, I'll get a bit of training soon. I'm just somebody who's tried it, got really good experiences, not results, experiences, a better word. And it's making me a better person. So I think anything like that's worth exploring, isn't it? <laughs> All right, in terms of recommendations for you, I've got so many, but I wanted to keep it very simple uh, today and just give you some of the best. There's a man called John Kabat-Zinn. Now, there are many meditation teachers and practitioners that have existed for thousands of years. John Kabat-Zinn is a molecular biologist and he created the Stress Reduction Clinic. And he's very kind of leading the way in bringing meditation mindfulness towards, you know, what we call the West, as far back as the 70s, I think it was. And he's written some excellent books, One of the ones I recommend is he's written one that says, wherever you go, there you are. (laughs) 
It's really good because the thing about meditation is you don't just practice it, you can read about it, you can learn about it. There are many different ways to enrich your practice. You know, it's kind of like health, you don't just work out, you can get different outfits and diets and things. So definitely explore John Kabat-Zinn. Two apps that you can check out, both have free or paid versions, you know, I've checked them both out, Headspace and Calm. So Headspace was created by Andy Puddicombe, who's a trained Buddhist monk who wanted to bring that skill set into the kind of just everyday person really. And Calm have all sorts of things like sleep stories and guided meditations and things. You know, if money's tight, don't pay for it. Just use the free version. If you've got a bit of money, you might want to invest more and use paid versions. Paid version, you know, you, you get more from it because you can be more specific, but there's more than enough with the free version, so you don't have to spend any money at all. Um, so that's just a couple of recommendations to get you started. That's one person you could check out, uh, books you could read, and two apps that I'd recommend if you need a bit of guidance. So before we, we talk about kind of what it is, I just think it's really important to just touch on where meditation has come from, because something that I'm, I'm very aware of as, as I do more global business with Catalyst are the roots and the culture where something comes from. You can't just rip it out and say, we're going to put this here, that, you know, that was created five years ago. Many things that we think are modern are actually pretty ancient. I was doing some research into this. I found out that meditation is, you know, records about it, records about it for 5,000 BC. So that's, you know, 7,000 years ago. Um, and links with all sorts of major religions, Judaism, Hinduism, Jainism, Sikhism, Buddhism, and interesting, Christianity. Not a lot of people know about the Desert Fathers and the contemplative side of some aspects of Christianity. So a lot of major world religions have had meditation and contemplation as a big part of what they do. And I think it's very important to understand that, even if you're not religious, if you have no religious practice. I don't personally feel like we can just think that we've created something out of nothing. These practices come about for a reason, and for me personally, I would recommend that all of these major world religions use meditation as a way to be kind and loving and, and gentle and generous to each other. It's more than just like a hack, you know? I think we've productized a lot of this stuff, and to me, it doesn't sit well with me too much. So I think it's very important to be respectful of cultural and historical roots where something comes from. There's all sorts of different types of meditation, but I wanted to keep it simple. If you go on headspace.com, they've got blogs about it, and I saw 16 different types they were talking about. I'm not going to go into 16. I've got four, though, and the one that we're going to do at the end, if you want to join in, is a simple guided one. So just to give them simple names, there's guided, where somebody guides you through, you listen to their voice, or you watch a video. It's what I call solitary, where it's just you on your own with a candle, or just you on your own, like I do now. Transcendental and what we call mindfulness. So guided is, like it says on the tin, you've got somebody either on a YouTube video or on an app or even in a face-to-face -face or online in a group, and they're guiding you through it. So all you have to do is listen to their voice. You just have to follow their instructions. It's really good for beginners because you don't know what you're doing when you start. I didn't. I still have moments. And it's really good to have that guidance because it grounds you. It gives it a very simple framework. It's very difficult very, very difficult to just start off with solitary meditation. So I'd recommend guided as, as the first one. Solitary is where you are a bit more just kind of on your own. You don't need anybody else. And you're just having, you know, that time to yourself where you might just be sitting in there focusing on your breathing with your eyes closed. It's a lot more difficult because your thoughts and feelings will come all over the place potentially. And you've got nobody there to kind of anchor you, no sounds, you know, no, no guidance. It's, I would say unless you particularly want to, um, that is a lot harder to start with, but again, it's up to yourself. 
what I say with transcendental meditation is just be careful with that. It's not going to hurt you, but transcendental meditation is generally where you're giving a mantra or a short phrase to repeat or things to focus on. Um, and they really need people who know what they're doing, who are trained experts. Often people have gurus or they have people that they go to who pick a phrase for them that suits them for their life. And then they, they take that phrase to heart. As one of my Jewish friends would say, they write it on their heart, you know, and they make it real. So you can't just, you know, you can't just pick a random phrase and start saying it to yourself. It's not going to make sense. And transcendental to transcend is to go beyond the self. So transcendental meditation is very powerful. But of the three, I'd say maybe start with guided and then into like solitary or potentially transcendental. But make sure you seek out somebody you know, a real life human being for transcendental meditation. I wouldn't go too deep with that just on YouTube. And then finally, um, mindfulness. Now, meditation and mindfulness are used interchangeably. Are they the same thing? No. Do you have to meditate to be mindful? No, not at all. To be mindful just means to be in the present moment, to be mindful to, for your mind, to be aware of what is going on in the present moment. And there's many ways you can do this. There are things like you pay attention to colors, flavors, sounds, textures. Um, a famous one is uh, mindful eating where you like get a raisin and you just look at it and all the different aspects. For me, the mindfulness one was, it didn't really resonate with me in my first few years, but now the way I think about it is I just keep coming back to the present moment and it's like my life has become like a one big meditation. So like when you first start meditating, your mind's all over the place and you're like, right, just get back to your breathing or get back to the, the sound or whatever. And now I do that when I'm not meditating, if that makes sense. So I'm trying to be mindful and so many things in the past or the future, I'm like, just they don't exist right now. Just be in this moment. Now that can be very difficult if the, your present moment is not good. But being mindful as well creates a sense of space. It creates a sense of, I can handle this. And a great phrase I heard was this person said, well, could you be kind to yourself just in this moment? You might be feeling this, you might be thinking that, but can you be kind to yourself? Because often what do we do? If we're struggling, we apply criticism on top of it and all these things. And mindfulness is just kind of saying, just drop all that. Another really good example, this is a mindful phrase, um, was when it's raining, right? It's raining, so we think, oh, it's raining, therefore I'm sad, or it's raining, therefore this. And the person said, no, it's just raining. It's just raining. That's a mindful way of thinking about the rain, you know? Not what it means to you, it's just raining. So mindfulness and meditation can be practiced together. You could just do one or the other. Some people that struggle to sit still, <laughs> you might think that's that's not my idea of fun. You can do things mindfully. It's all about training your mind to pay attention and focus on the present moment because that's all we've got and the past is gone and the future doesn't exist yet. And that's a big part of mindfulness. A lot of these things, as I'm saying, you know, you'll have feelings about them, but they might not mean anything to you. And that's absolutely fine. The best way, it's like anything, is to just try it just try it and I'd say be open to it be open to it over a period of time so that's just a little bit of an introduction into kind of you know what meditation is mindfulness is and some different ways that you might want to check it out okay I want to get into some benefits some goodies some things that you can look forward to you think yeah why should I do it I'm a busy person I'm running my business I've got my family you know what's the point well I wanted to give you something um I've actually got how many have I got, I've got 12 different benefits personally I've benefit from all of these so I can speak from personal experience and again depending on who you are as a person you might get some of these you might get all of them so Matthew Thorpe MD PhD and Rachel Link MSRD um, they've had these medically reviewed um, by Marvie A. White PhD MS in October 2020 uh, in a medical journal so these are not just you know 
a, a quick blog somebody's written. These have been medically reviewed um, and they've had stats and things to back these up. First one is a reduction in stress, 100%. When you're stressed out, you've got cortisol and all sorts of different hormones flying around your body. Your meditation can help to switch on your parasympathetic nervous system, which basically just means your rest and recovery response. The part of your body that goes, hey, stop. We're not being chased by a bear. Nobody's trying to kill us. We're okay. You're safe. So definitely reduction in stress. Second one is a reduction in anxiety. Like I said before, anxiety is where you think, I can't handle whatever's going to happen in the future. I've ruined my past and I can't handle this present moment. I'm overthinking about this. It can definitely help with that. Like I said to you before, I've had moments where my mind is just blank, which if you suffer with anxiety, is wonderful to think of. The next one is promoting emotional health. I definitely agree with that. Meditations may be kinder to the point where one of my three, one of our main principles, our main values at Catalyst is loving kindness. That's a Buddhist phrase. It means you you love people, so you're kind towards them and you cultivate that in your heart, which I talked about in um, the journey to happiness part one. The fourth one is an enhanced sense of self-awareness, not your ego, not thinking about yourself all the time. You just become aware of yourself. Like you might be sitting there looking at your right hand and go, I've never really looked at this properly. Or you might be thinking, oh, I'm kind of, I've noticed every kind of Thursday night I'm a bit tired or I'm usually pretty good by Friday morning. You just become aware of yourself, all aspects of yourself, because you're paying attention to it, which is very powerful. The fifth one is one I feel very strongly about in relation to our digital health and claiming back our sense of autonomy and your health in relation to technology is it can lengthen your attention span. I had a conversation yesterday with somebody who told me they're getting a lot of traction on social media through seven second videos. Okay, great. But life is way more than seven seconds. I love, you know, if you listen to this now, there's a chance you might live to be a hundred. That's a long time. And we don't always engage in things that cause us to focus and need to focus for a long period of time unless you're watching a film or something like that so it actually improves your ability to focus and lengthen your attention span so if you're somebody who struggles to pay attention to things you flip from one to the other it can actually help you with that like a muscle some of these they say you might experience them they're not a given so the next one is you, um, it may reduce age-related memory loss which is fascinating. Um, I'll come. There's an example of somebody I can tell you about who studied that, studied the brain, but it may help with memory loss, which is amazing. Number seven is definitely true. It can generate kindness. Oh, if you want to be kinder, meditate. Like, simple as that. You just become aware of, like, you think, oh, I'm just like the same as everybody else, and it makes you want to help them. And I don't care how that sounds. It's, it's, the, it's the truth. It's, if you want to be kinder, or if you want people to be kinder to you, meditate. Number eight, and this was really interesting, and, and I, I don't know a lot about this, but I know some people that do. They say it can help you to fight addictions by controlling your triggers and impulses. That makes sense. A lot of people that struggle with addiction, you have behavioral, economic, environmental, relationship triggers or cues, people, situations, whatever. When you're in that place, emotionally, mentally, or with that person or whatever, that time of day, you just you know, think, oh, I can't control myself, and, and you you need a fix of some kind can help you to understand those patterns the ninth one is it can improve your sleep definitely <laughs> i've fallen asleep meditating it's brilliant uh, the tenth one is a very interesting one it helps to control pain now it doesn't get rid of your pain but did you know the brain can't feel pain it's all through the neural networks and the spine i thought that's fascinating it it definitely helps in relation to pain and just being aware of what it actually is Number 11 is definitely true. Decrease your blood pressure. Did you know that a lot of people 
they will die because of blood pressure. You'll die because of your blood pressure is too high or too low. I've actually studied this many, many times. I've got a free app on my phone. Try it. You measure your blood pressure, your, um, your heart rate just measures your heart rate for a minute. You put your finger on your camera on your phone. And then you measure it again after meditating and it always goes down. Always. And the one thing you can do to improve the quality of life is improve the the functionality of your heart and decrease your blood pressure. 100%. You will live longer, like hands down. There's, they've studied this. They've actually studied that. Check it out. And the, the 12th one is it's accessible anywhere. You don't need Wi-Fi to meditate. There's something in that. You can carry it with you everywhere you go. That's pretty special. A really good example of somebody who studied a lot of this is, I love this man, Mathieu Ricard. Check out Mathieu Ricard. He's a French, he has a PhD in molecular genetics and he's a Buddhist monk. And his short story is he basically was a scientist and gave it all up to become a monk and live in Hermitage, I think in Nepal, because he realised that being a scientist wasn't making him happy and he wanted to be happy. <laughs> but he's even written um, a book called uh, Happiness Guide to Developing One of Life's Most Important Skills, and I love it so much. He has a quote where he says, why would you disagree that it takes years to obtain a good degree or a good job? So why do we expect ourselves to be happy or be a good person straight away? I love that, the idea that if it's going to be something really good, you've got to cultivate it over a period of time. And Mathieu Ricard, like I was saying before, he's, done a, he's a neurologist, he studied the brain. So he's had his brain studied through meditation before and afterwards. He's had his fellow monks studied. And they, those 12 benefits I was talking about, they've clinically looked into those. There's so much where um, science is crossing over with meditation to make sure that this stuff is actually working. So make sure you check out Mathieu Ricard, not just for his science, because he's a lovely person and he's a great example of a happy person who meditates regularly. So I hope that was helpful for you in helping you to understand a bit more about, you know, my experience of meditation, just what I've got from it, and you can get the same. A bit about what it is and how you might want to start with some books to read or some apps to check out, um, and the benefits that it can bring to you. They are definitely true. What I'd say with it is just give it a try. You know, when I talk about business and life being interchangeable, just think about it. If you are less stressed, less anxious, with strong emotional health, you know yourself and your customers and your clients, you can concentrate for a long period of time, you don't forget things, you're very kind, you have no addictions, you sleep well, you're not in pain, your blood pressure's good, and you could, you're just good to go anywhere, you're pretty good for any aspect of business that you're going to want to do, you know? Uh, the Dalai Lama talks about meditation and it talks about kindness as like emotional hygiene it's like cleaning yourself from the inside out so i wanted to leave you with that image it's helping you to kind of clean yourself from the inside out which i think is wonderful um so what we're going to do now is we're going to finish the podcast but if you want to stay around for a couple minutes afterwards a very very simple guided meditation um but even if you don't want to engage in that just remember two things firstly take one thing from today you know check out one of the books or the apps piece of research try meditation just try it. Try a guided version. You know, set a time of 10 minutes. What have you got to lose? Absolutely nothing. And even if you don't, just remember this. Someone, somewhere, right now, just as you are, loves you very, very much. Okay. Take care and speak soon. If you're going to stick around for the meditation, here we go. So there's a very simple guided meditation for you now. And it's specifically for if you're feeling a bit frazzled, you know. So all I want you to do is just sit or lie wherever you are. Sitting down is good, lying, whichever you want to do. And all I want you to do is just listen to my voice. 
Make sure you're in a room where you're not going to be disturbed for a couple of minutes. And the first thing I want you to do is wherever you sat or lying, just allow yourself to just look forward in front of you. And don't look at anything too particular. Just allow yourself to just be aware. What can you see? What can you see in front of you? What can you see to the side? And then we're going to do some breathing where you just need to follow my voice. Really simple. So you can breathe in through your nose or out through your mouth, whichever is best for you. So what I'd like to do, just breathe in and then breathe out and breathe in again and out and on this next one we're going to close our eyes so breathe in and as you breathe out close your eyes okay so your eyes are closed now and just have a listen what can you hear can you hear sounds outside can you hear sounds coming from your own body just have a listen for a few seconds If you have thoughts that come into mind, don't worry about it. If you feel a certain way, don't worry about that. Just, for now, just have a listen. What can you hear? And then what I'd like you to do is we're just going to do some simple breathing. We're just going to do a few breaths in and out. So breathing in. And out, keeping the eyes closed, breathing in, and out, keeping the body still, and the eyes closed, breathe in, and breathe out, and just do a couple more of those on your own now. And now I'd like you to carry on breathing, but be aware of the sounds again. What can you hear? Is it the same sounds? Are they different? Breathing in and out. What can you hear? And now I'd like to just gently open your eyes. Allow yourself a couple of seconds, just sit there. Whatever needs to come and go, can come and go. Just listening, being here right now. And well done. It's as easy as that. So I hope that was helpful for you. I hope you enjoyed it. Very simple guided meditation and if you want more of those just let us know I'll be happy to make them for you okay look after yourself see you soon